Today, I'm speaking with Belle Lockerbie. Belle is a transformation coach and best-selling author of Awkward is the New Brave. She's going to become our bravery bestie today by sharing her personal story of overcoming what she refers to as an arsenal of life's adversity wedgies. You're listening to The Inspired Wave, stories of everyday heroines, real-life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real-life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. All right. Well, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I am interviewing Belle Lockerbie. I'm so excited for this interview, Belle. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, CJ. It's my pleasure. And Belle is a transformational coach and best-selling author, and I can't wait to dive into that. But first, she's got a really inspiring story to share with us. Belle, obviously, we have different accents. What part of the world are you dialing in from? I am on the west coast of Australia, so I'm right down the bottom. I live in a little place called Secret Harbour, so I'm on the coast and near the beach, which is really nice. So we're very fortunate in this part of the world during the world season, I guess, that we're all in. Yeah, wow. That just sounds so beautiful, the name of your town and and obvious, yeah, and it's summer there and I'm all bundled up trying to not chatter my teeth while we talk. (laughs) This is great. I'm so glad to be able to connect. So do you spend a lot of time at the beach or what do you do when you're not working? Yes. So I actually learned to surf after I was 40 um, or after I turned 40, I learned to surf because I wanted to be able to take my kids. So we will go and, and surf down the beach or there's beautiful hiking trails near where I live as well. So we're, we'll be out in nature quite a lot. I find it really, I don't know, a really nice way to just de-stress and um, just find like find joy in the world really without it coming from anything but nature is really nice. That's awesome way to stay connected. And how old are your kids? My daughter is 12. My son is nine. And then I have two bonus boys as well who are eight and five. So it's, it's, it's full on. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a house full. Well, I'm a mother of four as well, but they're a little older. I'm not doing quite that juggle anymore. Good for you. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm in the juggle. I'm so in the juggle. <laughs> Any tips, CJ, send them my way. <laughs> oh my goodness. But oh, such amazing, precious years. That's great. Yeah. So before we really get started, do you have a quote that you'd like to share with us to get us yes, started? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I'm, I'm not quite sure where, like, where it came from, but it's something that I love a lot. And it's around making sure that you be the safe space and the greatest adventure for yourself and for others. 
And how has that been significant in your life or why does that resonate? So I think when it comes to being brave with your life, it's really important and also being vulnerable so that when people are are needing help and asking for it, you are that safe space. Mm -hmm. And then also when it comes to being brave and, and having that adventure, sometimes it can be that asking for help or that going and trying something new like the learning to surf after 40 and getting over that internal chit chat in our minds that say, I can't do this because of age or weight or gender or any of those other things so it's really around giving yourself permission to have adventure in this world no matter what I love it life should be an adventure that's a great reminder that's a great one thank you for sharing that thank you so Belle your story I think starts a lot well first of all I have to get this out there the name of her book that I love so much is awkward is the new brave. So clearly we're going to be talking a little bit about bravery today, I think, but I love that you've got awkward in there because man, you know, if it's something new that you're trying, it's just, it really resonates with me anyway. (laughs) So that's great. So your story starts when you were very young. Can you give us a little background and tell us about it? Sure. Um, So I went through abuse as a child and didn't speak up about it for a very long time, but probably the reason why I didn't came from when I first developed, I get um, unconsciously my first definition of bravery. So when I was five, me and my younger sister were playing by the pool and she was indignant that she could swim and she ripped like she ripped her floaties off her arm and jumped into the pool and just sank to the bottom. So I like wrenched her up and buy a like leopard print bikini that our mother had made and I screamed and eventually she was rescued but I thought that I was going to be famous for for this act of bravery and I really resonated with like Wonder Woman and like I thought I was a superhero and I told everyone about this like I I saved her you know I did it I saved her and then my mum not realizing the the impact of her words and I didn't realize the impact either but she pulled me aside after my series of boasting and she said to me no one likes a bragger you need to be quiet and in that moment like when I looked at it years later my definition of bravery became doing good things and doing the hard things and not saying anything about it so when the abuse started a year and a half later. I never spoke up because I was still working on protecting certain people and not sa- and not saying anything. So I would never say anything, even when I was asked, and even when um, my younger sister had kind of encouraged me to speak up. I still would, I still stayed silent because I was worried about the repercussions of what would happen. So that silencing and not speaking up and just you know having this outwardly happy everything's fine face went on for quite a few years through my teen years when my mum suffered from depression quite badly through like up to when so eventually she sadly lost her battle with depression when I was 19. That kind of strength I guess or how I started to define being strong and being brave just kind of started to morph itself for quite a long time until 
would have been around Jan- like January 2018, where I actually woke up in bed crying in the middle of summer, like the, the amazing summer that I have now. And I thought that maybe I had become so strong that I no longer knew how to be soft and I no longer knew how to be vulnerable and I needed a new definition of bravery. And that was a really big wake-up call. So, Bill, what do you think got you to that? Like, was it a dream that, you know, all of a sudden you woke up and decided you needed a new definition well, I, I, so I coach women and there was this one workshop and it's just, you know how sometimes like we can have these defining moments in our life and that they're just these memories that, that sit with us for such a long time, right? So there was this moment in a workshop and this amazing, beautiful mother, her name's Amanda, she had worked as a geophysicist and when she had her daughter, that was no longer an option for her. So she became a, an incredible photographer And she had said to me, how am I supposed to be me in business when I'm so used to being in the, like in that corporate space? And I had totally Brene Browned her and said the words, there is great strength in choosing vulnerability. And as I said that, as those words spilled out of my mouth, I internally thought, you are so full of it. Like you really need to do something different. You might be brave in business, but you are not brave in all areas of your life. Like you're, you're all about work and your children and you're not actually going out and being joyful and, you know, really, really being vulnerable and putting yourself out, like putting yourself out into the world in a, in a bigger way. So that convicted me. It, it, like it, it really did. And it ate away at me for quite some time until I woke up and went, I've got like, I've got the house, I've got the business and I've worked really hard to be strong. And I'm so scared that I don't know how to be soft and to be vulnerable and to take, like, probably take emotional risks or, you know, adventurous risks in terms of learning how to surf and going out and just having fun and, you know, starting to open up my heart again, which was really really challenging and that's where the awkward part comes from because it it is like when when you decide to learn something new whether it's a new skill or something you're not very good at it like (laughs) it was challenging yeah oh my gosh wow so then what'd you do you had this revelation yeah well I reached out to a friend of mine who I saw as someone who was very good at being vulnerable in and brave in the emotional space and I reached out to her and said, you know what, I, I need your help. Like I want, I want to be brave in this way. And that kind of took a few people within my circle by surprise because they had seen me as like this, this, this strong, you know, this strong woman who is capable and who is like cheering everybody on because that was, that's kind of like my natural mm-hmm. place to operate from. And that was like my coping space, I guess, is to just put this front on. Yeah. So when I'd said... Uh, I'm not as busy as you think I am and I need to go and basically have a life and and do things and and will you help me with that? Some of them were amazing and were really supportive and others didn't know how to take this new version of me, this this vulnerable version, because it was like unfamiliar territory, Mm -hmm. right, in terms of what's what's going on with Belle? Is she having a breakdown or something? Like what's going on? She's like... (laughs) That can't be her. So it was a real challenge and we committed, so my friend in particular, so I think when you go through bravery and and you want to challenge yourself, 
asking for help is one of the bravest things that you can do and being kind to yourself is one of the most Mm -hmm. amazing things you can do in that process. And then really thinking about asking, will you come and do some of these things with me? And if there's something on your list that you want to do, I'll come and do it with you too. And that's what we, that's what we did. Like what kind of things? Oh, well, Well, you mentioned surfing. Yeah. So yeah, so we learned we learned to surf. I or both of us, because we're both mothers, left our children saying left our children sounds terrible. Our children spent time with their fathers and we went to America and hiked the Grand Canyon, which oh. was just absolutely incredible. It was incredible. That was a big bucket list thing. My friend wanted to try something called pole fitness which is not my thing at all but I had committed to doing it that's the dancing around the pole is that what that is it's very hard it's very very difficult but she she was like I want to have a go I'm like I don't want to do it she's like come on I learned to surf and I'm like I get claustrophobic in wetsuits so you you have like (laughs) your turn yeah, it's my turn to do do the awkward thing. So I did, and I felt like a like a burger wearing active wear trying to flip itself. So it was very, <laughs> it, was, it was very hard. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but it's good to try these things and go. That's not for me. Like now, like I'm I'm aware now that's not for me. Or to go for me with surfing, I love it, and it's and I'm so glad that this activity I had wanted to try since I was about 14 years old I have now learnt how to do it despite the feedback from my surf coach and despite all of the internal chit chat that says what on earth is a over 40 mother single mother of two doing in an ocean with these people who actually know what they're doing with a giant yellow starter surfboard so having fun yeah, that's right. And it is getting over that chit chat each time you go out and you do those things is to go, it's okay. I feel like I can do this. And wow. just, so yeah. what was your feeling after you learned how to surf? Like looking back at your Amazing. awkward bravery. <laughs> so, so I think you, you find this, place of peace within yourself where you stop like criticizing yourself in there and you just allow joy which is really nice and you stop worrying about what everyone else is thinking of you because they probably that you start to realize that they're thinking of their own things they're not they're not they don't even care that you're out there they're more concerned about what they're doing in life so you, you start to get over yourself a little bit more which is a really nice thing to do really really is yeah fear is just so prevalent and holds probably men too but I'm more familiar with the you know women it holds us back from so much and the self-doubt and the yeah so much very much so whether it's from like having a hard conversation or asking you know asking for help any of those kinds of things it's really around unpacking whereabouts our definitions came from and and kind of going well now that I'm aware about this what do I want to do with it like am I going to choose to stay in this space or am I going to choose to be courageous and do something different 
But I didn't start with the hard things though, CJ. I have to admit that like when it came to eventually having really big conversations about abuse with like my, the surviving parental figure in my life, that was way down my list. Like learning, learning to surf was much easier for me to do or asking for help and, and being kind to myself, I guess, in terms of, you know, building up my confidence, Mm -hmm. they all sat in different stages compared to having that hard conversation. So it's really around treating bravery, like that muscle that you, that you start to build slowly over time. And and that's where I think it is really important to be kind to ourselves and go, okay, this is scary, but I'm going to do this first small scary thing as I go along. That's yeah. I I talk about that a lot, just a small step because you kind of get used to it, try a little more That's incredible. So that sounds like good advice for anyone who feels like they need a little more bravery in their life. Try a little bit first and yeah. Any other advice on how to become awkwardly brave? Oh, (laughs) definitely. um, I would say gather. So within the space that you want to be brave, if you have a friend in your circle, or even if it's around developing a friendship, sometimes that's a big thing for people as well, especially in the current environment where we're in, where we can't just go and catch up with people like we used to. If mm-hmm. developing relationships in that online space is something, it's just to find that common ground or, or common interest that you're looking for and you know, be brave and start up those conversations in introducing yourself and saying, Hey, I'm new here. I'm just I'm just going to be vulnerable and say that I'm, like I haven't done this before and you will find that people respond and they go, "Oh, me, like me too. I'm in exactly the same space. Thank you so much for taking that first step and saying that you're new to this because I'm new to this too." And that's just one little courageous thing that you can do in terms of finding people to be brave with you. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a great one. I think most people can find a situation where that would relate. That's a a great example. So this has been great. So tell me, after obviously you ended up like through this journey of self-discovery and bravery, tell Mm -hmm. me how, like what came out of your journey and if you're done with being brave and oh, (laughs) or what's next? That's a, that's an amazing question because I really believe that I do I do firmly believe that words that we choose and where we focus our attention have a huge amount of power in terms of what happens in our life. So the the awkwardness continued <laughs> which was which was very interesting and so did the bravery. So what what tended to happen was people would ask me to do all, all sorts of things and some of them for me were not safe so bravery and I got asked a question once doesn't brave mean that you say yes to like all of the opportunities that come your way it's like well no bravery is about understanding what your yes is and what your no is that's like that's a really important thing to learn through this Mm -hmm. because it's like no I'm not going to do something just for the acceptance of others so that was a big word for me to kind of deal with was or two big words the success and acceptance on whether I'm seeking that from other people or whether I'm happy within myself. So learning that bravery isn't just about the saying yes and it isn't just about saying no was a really important lesson through there. That's great. And then for the for the awkward <laughs> for the awkward side of things, well, once you 
put a book out there, it's like there's this realisation of going everybody from my corporate history now will now know my whole story, right? So there's, there's, no, there's no escaping it. If you want to know about my life, you can read it on Amazon. <laughs> so um, I had been a single mum for four years. The, the relationship with the father of my children didn't work out. And that was because I had to redefine success in that space too. Or like what love to look like was the really big thing for me with relationships. So when I eventually went back out into the, the dating space, that was awkward. But <laughs> my, my, so I would say, I call, I refer to him affectionately as future Mr. Bell. So future Mr. Bell and I met after the book had been published and everything. And he bought it and read it during like our, like our, our dating phases. And I'm oh. sitting there going, oh no, because he has the same name as the father of my children. So I'm sitting there going, he's going he's gonna to find out. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I would get a text message to say, surely this isn't true. And I've just gone, well, it is. But that was, you know, I had to, to juggle that with, am I going to not date you because of that one thing or am I going to be open because you've got all of these amazing qualities as a as a human being and you know we're we're in line with lots of our definitions around the adventure and being a safe space so am I really going to let the the name factor break something wonderful but it was still awkward so (laughs) awkward no you find it, you find a new level, you think that you're done and then life goes, oh, no, we'll just, we'll just give you a new experience. It's like, you've, it's okay. We'll get you the PhD in awkwardness. It's oh, fine. I love your sense of humor. I actually made a note to ask you because on your website, it says that you've been overcoming an arsenal of life's adversity wedgies. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So if anyone listening is going through a tough time, it's an adversity wedgie. It's an adversity wedgie. <laughs> try, and, try and frame it like that and not lighten up the mood a little bit because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so important to keep getting back up in life. It really is. And just even if it's just around you have to – make it through the day or find one kind thing to say to yourself that that is enough like I just want people to understand that sometimes if getting out of bed is the bravest thing that you're doing that is that is enough for the day yeah and you're needed here for a long time so just deal with deal with the day and be kind to yourself yeah I mean so often we just don't even notice all of the chatter that doesn't serve us Yeah, that's very true. Absolutely. That's great. Well, this has been great. I was going to, I usually ask if you have any um, wisdom you want to drive home. We haven't gotten into, but we covered a lot. I don't know. Is there anything you, we kind of skated by you want to highlight? I talk about thought editing a little bit with women that I coach and that is around like even if you write it down so you can kind of catch those thoughts so if you're you know if fear is starting to chop in there because as soon as you've got the awareness then you can start to address it in that transformation voice and then it's around 
choosing whether it's helpful in terms of that goal that you want to go after. So is this helpful? And then challenge it so that you can kind of go, what what would be more helpful to me at the moment in my thought editing process? So how do I start to put it into perspective in terms of, you know, the, the best things that can happen and the, the worst things that can happen? Because we all we are all united in having both rational fears which are really around the you know the the safety of our bodies and our health and well-being and then we can all have irrational fears which are the ones that you know aren't going to result in death if we start to address them at the end of the day so it's about understanding which is which and going for it so I I have an irrational fear of frogs I really do Frogs? But I've worked up. But I've worked <laughs> frogs. Yes. <laughs> so we all we all have irrational fears, but the more we start to kind of talk about them, one you'll find someone has a similar one to you. I do know someone else who is scared of frogs, so I now don't feel alone in the world. Um, but it I, is I have a question about that. So when your boys, especially, realized you oh. had that fear. <laughs> I was very conscious I didn't want to pass that on to the kids. They think it's very funny. So I have worked several times in my life to overcome this fear. <laughs> but like <laughs> my heart will, my, the palpitations of my heart will still kick in and especially like the littlest one, he's, he thinks it's hilarious to catch frogs and like come and show them or even just send me a photo of them like if he's out with his dad like these giant green frogs and as soon as I swipe my phone and see it I almost almost drop the phone to the side oh boy all (laughs) those boys that's not a good one no (laughs) that's not a good fear to have but I do know deep down that unless I'm like in the jungles in the Amazon and facing a poison dart frog that I'm pretty fine. Yeah. Like I will be okay. Yeah. So that, and if thank anything, you for sharing that. That's, yeah. it, that's great. I, I just love laughing with you. That's great. Yeah. And you're just, so how can everyone find out more about you and your book? You can either connect with me on Facebook. So it's facebook.com forward slash hey there, Bell, or you can head over to belllockerby.com. There's links to the book. The book is available on Amazon and a, and a heap of other places if you want to read it. So you're more than welcome. And like I would just say, just remember that you're not alone on your journey to being brave. Like we are, we are all in this. We are all, unless we're sitting like a lump, not doing anything. That's right. We are on a courageous journey. That's awesome. And I will include in the show notes, the link for Amazon and your website. So people that are interested can go pick it up. That's great. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you, Belle. This has been awesome. Lots of really great value and wisdom that you all need to go back and listen to again. It was good. So thank you for being here and thank you for your time, Belle. And we will talk to you all soon. Take care. Thank you, CJ. If you're committed to embracing change or you'd like to be and your continuous evolution, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join our email list for even more value. You'll find a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Make it a great day. Mm -hmm.